learn a little bit more about teaching their kids from home when they can't send them to school. These times of pandemic have made it very hard, and I am sure there are lots of parents that are pulling out their hair, trying to figure out how they can teach their kids. So I have been in a different way entirely reading books to my grandchildren who are in Israel and the United States and hoping that the, that also some of my nieces and nephews that have little children will be sharing them with their kids as well. And maybe along the way, someone else or two or three will hear my story and I've posted ideas about how to use the story to teach. I just finished reading this story. There's a monster eating my house by Art Cummings. It's a very old book. When our two children were little, which is 35 years ago, don't know where the time has gone, we would get a book a month because we belonged to a club and we would read the books to the kids and then we would read some of the books over and over and we kept them in the basement. This is the book I read today and as I was reading it, I was doing things to encourage the kids to enjoy my reading, but I realized that I could use this as an example to help you understand how you can use technology or not. You don't need technology to do this, but you can use a book like this with children anywhere from five years of age to nine years of age because it's a story that they can have fun enjoying listening to. It's about a man who puts on armor and with his three pets, who he lives with in his castle, gets on his horse with his armor on and with his um, spear, like Don Quixote, and he goes off to look for monsters. It's a very creative and imaginative story. But sometimes children love creative and imaginative stories. But this book, it occurred to me when you're finished reading it because you're looking for ways to amuse your kids and to help them learn, you could get a child to make up a story like this. In this story, the knight goes looking for a machinosaurus, which is a cross between a machine and a dinosaur. And the story involves how he solves the problem of this machinosaurus that's eating things in the neighborhood. But a book like this with a crazy idea, a machinosaurus, you could use to adapt. After you read this story and you talk about it, you can talk about what it means to make up a story. Sometimes kids are very good at just 
telling a story about when they went to camp or when they went for a ride in the park or what they learned when they went to the museum. But you can also have them be very creative. A book like this, you could read it to them and then they could make up a story of their own. If you wanted to make it easier for them to make up a story, instead of having to write it, they could use technology to tell the story facing the camera and say, make up their story as, as long as they wanted it to be because they don't have to write, they just have to talk. And then afterwards, give them some crayons or some chalk pastels or some construction paper and let them make up an imaginary character. And then they have to describe it to you. Now you, will, you might want to know, well, how do I know whether I've been successful? You can tell if the story is makes some sense and if they have fun making up the story, then it was successful. It doesn't have to be the best story in the world. No storyteller began at the top. They had to learn how to make stories that in, in, uh, interested their audience. And then, no matter what they draw or what they create, it's fine because it's creative. They've had fun. You can help them by stimulating their creativity. Okay, maybe we won't use crayon. Would you like to use some glue and some cardboard? Maybe it won't be a Machinosaurus. Maybe it will be a cookie monster. Yes, that's right. A cookie monster from Sesame Street. Make up a story about cookie monster. You're the one that has to be creative too. You have to be creative with the kids so they can be creative back at you. But it's a fun way to make up an activity for kids and that you can help them along the way and encourage them. They can spend a whole day drawing and writing a story. Now, using technology, they can look up stories that are that are nonsense stories. You can read you can talk to them about Dr. Seuss, because Dr. Seuss certainly made up very creative characters and put them in his books. Where did those characters come from? Who was to know how popular they would be? Or Morris Sendak. When Morris Sendak wrote um, Where the Wild Things Are. Where the Wild Things Are, in Morris Sendak's mind, he was talking about the monsters because he was a Holocaust survivor. But young children, they don't know that. They think about the monsters in their cupboards. The monsters hiding under their bed in the dark. So you see, you just need to stimulate your creativity and think about how can I make this such that I can relate it to my kids. That's called using lower order and higher order thinking skills. Asking the kids questions to help them think about something. And then relating that to their own experiences and then being creative, making their own story or drawing art to go with it.
today's tip for integrating technology into the just day-to-day -day living with your kids. Have fun.